Hello, I'm Tim Harris. This is Julie Harris, and this is Real Estate Coaching Radio. That's right. So make sure that you hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Thanks again for popping by. Hit that like button, and don't forget to leave your comments and questions so we can get right back with you. We will. Thank you for continuing to make our podcast, Real Estate Coaching Radio, the number one listened to podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. And let us know what you think about this video. Leave your comments below. Thank you. Welcome back and welcome to 2024. This is our first official podcast of 2024. And I believe, Julie, we are now officially having, we've started doing podcasts 15 years ago. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Right. And so if you start, if you multiply and we've done on average of what would it be? 52 times two times five, 250 podcasts. About 250 a year. year, Yeah. Yeah. So if you do 250, you can add it up. It's a lot. It's a lot. This is episode a lot. (laughs) You know, but in all those years of doing podcasts, and obviously we've been coaching and training agents um, Mm -hmm. for longer than that, and we've been selling real estate in the industry for longer than that, Mm -hmm. but I I don't remember personally feeling this much optimism going into the year um, this year, which sounds crazy, right? I know. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And and the reason is, and the real bottom line reasons are what we're going to share with you guys on today's podcast. Yes. So we're going to go through a list of why we believe that 2024 is going to be an enormous year for all of you, or use Julie's title, let's get ready to roar in 2024. Before I get to our first points, I want to let you guys know about some special announcements. And you're going to find more information about all of this in show descriptions and things like that. Um, We're going to be doing a series of meetups around the country and possibly in Europe. All right. Now, here's how this is going to work. We've already agreed to do, wait for it, wait for it, 250 meetups. What makes these meetups extra special is they're hosted by our podcast fans. So you can actually host an event in, say, for example, Atlanta, Georgia, or you know, uh, Cologne, Germany, or something like that. So if you're listening now and you'd like to participate and host an event, well, we're going to support your event. We're going to market, help you market your event. And in some cases, we're going to help sponsor your event financially. So this will be an event where you're going to be with like-minded, you know, really Tim and Julie Harris podcast fans, coaching clients, things of that nature. And you can run your event. We're going to, you can run it just totally casually, hanging out at a nice bar, or you could do something more formal. We're giving you outlines and suggestions for doing the events both ways. But we're incredibly excited about that. 250 events is what we've committed to. We need your help. We need you to be a sponsor. I'm going to include information about how to be a sponsor and a link to the show or a link to the podcast. <laughs> Listen to me. A link. To, well, it's because I'm thinking about 200 event, uh, 250 events. So I'm getting a little nervous, <laughs> right? Tied. Well, it's. I mean, you know, when you and I are, t- uh, we we love doing uh, events, but we hate hosting events because mm-hmm. oftentimes we'll announce an event and say, you know, Columbus, Ohio, and then we'll have really, you know, we'll say, well, we expect 300 people to show up, and then you have like 500 people that are registered, and then you, it, then all the costs associated with it, and live events are uh, with huge numbers of people are oftentimes. Uh, frankly, Julie and I don't particularly like doing them. Well, it's hard to get to know anybody when there's that, five people right. there. That's right. And you, these, what you what you're talking about, are smaller and really just killer opportunities to. Add- 
actually network and get to know each other. Well, exactly. And that's the, those are the types of events that you and I've always liked doing. For sure. You, you put us in a room where we're with, you know, less than 50 people, ideally less than 25 people. Mm-hmm. You and I, that's, that's the best. We, cause we, we can connect with everyone. We Everyone has a much better experience than if it's in front of hundreds of people, then it's really diluted. And then all we're really doing is presenting. Julie and I are, as you guys know, because you listen to this podcast every day, real estate coaches. And we are not good at giving lightweight surface information. We're terrible at it because there, our natural inclination is to want to actually drill down and give you guys all the you know information you actually need so you can apply what we're sharing with you. Um, and that's one of the benefits of attending one of these masterminds. So they're going to be taking place all over the country. There's, I think, 50 that are scheduled right now. If there's not a scheduled event in your marketplace, you can actually propose one and we'll approve it and you be the host and we'll help you promote it and get people to show up. But we're expecting that most of these events will sell out and we expect that most of them will be, you know, maybe 20 or 30 people. Sometimes it might be only 10 or 15. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a great opportunity for you to network directly with other real estate professionals that are, you know, you have in common the fact that you all listen to this podcast. So the link to learn more about the event schedule is down below. We're very excited about it. It's a huge commitment. And uh, we certainly appreciate all of those of you who are participating or just attending. It's going to be great. So without any further delay, Julie, let's roll right in. Why do we believe that 2024 is going to be one of the best years in real estate that will be followed by at least 10 other amazing plus years uh, to sell homes? Yes. Well, that's a great question. And we are, you and I did a lot of uh, end of 2023 uh, predictions, and we went over a lot of facts. I agree with you that it feels certainly that we're on the precipice of a new roaring 20s. And so before we jump into that, we're going to talk about a combination of what to watch in 2024, talking points, and what to be excited about. So if you weren't aware already, 2023, actually this should say 2022, was the weirdest year in real estate history. Remember, that's when things got to be strange. We played interest rate ping pong. We had a hot first half of 2022, a slower second half. Pricing was all over the place, falling inventory levels, you know, uh, predictions of recession. It's That's when it started to hit the fan. Well, that was followed with 2023, where sales fell off a cliff ending up with fewer than 4 million closed transactions, which hadn't happened since about 2009, 2010, lower than uh, ever inventory. And by the end of last year, we finally saw things start to turn around. We were talking about that uh, in previous podcasts. So refer to our end of year predictions podcast for all of those facts. So Julie, are they still saying that 2023 is the worst year in history aside from 2009? Even though at the very end of November and into December, which if you think about how unusual that was, things started to look up. We started to get glimmers of what we're talking about today, which is why you and I are so very enthusiastic about 2024. That's really an important point. Normally in November and December, you see a drop off in real estate transactions. You see fewer closings. And what we're seeing instead is we're starting to see the building of transactions. Obviously, there's a lull right around the holidays. But what we can feel is built up almost tension in the marketplace because there's so many buyers out there. And really, we're just, Julie and I were on our walk this morning and we were just talking about this. And I said, Julie, we can have everything in the economy, everything in global geopolitics, everything in interest rates. None of it's ultimately going to have that much of an effect on home sales because of the demographics, because the sheer number of people that are wanting to be in the real estate, uh, you know, essentially in the market now, 
either as buyers or sellers. And it is an enormous amount of pent-up demand. You guys feel it. Julie and I feel it. And that's going to start being relieved this year because rates are going down. The Fed said rates are no more rate increases. You're already seeing mortgage rates go down. The stock market went up. There's no recession anymore. So we have the gloom doom of the, oh, there's going to be a recession from 2022. It's melting away. 2023, people are waiting for the recession. And all the while, you know, interest rates were bubbling around 8%. Now interest rates are falling. There's kind of there's you know essentially the it's baked in that there's not going to be a recession any sort of meaningful recession anyway and then in combination of all those things you also have demographics so you're going to see all the wind at your backs this year so make sure you have your head cleared so you can make the most of this market that's right because knowledge equals confidence and ignorance equals fear and that's why we educate you motivate you and get you into action so what to watch what to be enthusiastic about but what really to be frosty in terms of what you know about for 2024. Number one, inventory is everything. That is your number one thing to know about. When inventory increases, your buyers have more choices, but your listings also have more competition. So you have to watch this from both sides. You need to be tracking the total number of active listings, excuse me, not just in your market, but in each MLS area, each zip code and town in which you prospect, market, and transact. It's worth mentioning, going into the year, you're probably not going to be, I know this sounds counterintuitive for some of you, but your your sellers can probably be a little bit more, uh, you know, greedy, frankly, than they might in the spring. So they might have an opportunity to make more net profit from the sale of their home now versus if they wait until April when the, uh, obviously when the competition increases, because there's a lot of, you have buyers, you know, there's billions of buyers out there that are ready to purchase a house. Soon as something comes up for sale, because there's not a lack of inventory, it's selling immediately versus again, just to say this in a slightly different way in the spring, when that same listing would have been competing with 10 or 20 other houses, let's say ideally, right. Would that be great? Then you're looking at obviously price reductions and, you know, but probably the buyers even being in more control with regards to inspections of things of that nature. I, I agree. And I, not just because it feels that way or we're speculating, but because of the chatter amongst our coaching clients, I'll tell you, I think that we're going to have an earlier spring market than before. And it, it almost, a lot of our coaching clients had some interesting comments right around the holidays. They said, I've never been so busy during the holidays. Okay. Yep. In fact, uh, even in the cold Midwest where Sue Roman sells real estate, she had two sellers who actually wanted to put their new listings on right before Christmas. That virtually never happens. And so there's been a lot of discussion about what you said. It is a good time to be a seller because you have less competition. It's also potentially a good time to reignite your buyers who, you know, maybe they're going to close at somewhere in the sixes with a free refi if rates go down sooner but at least now they're not going to have to compete as much as in the spring, potentially. And how many of those buyers have houses to sell? And by exactly. the way, builders have been building and there's a lot of new inventory, new construction that Julie's going to talk about in point number two. <laughs> Thank you for your inadvertent segue. Yes. Okay. So remember, as long as there's more demand than supply, prices will be stable or increasing. There's no price crash on the way. Remove that thought. On to what you were just alluding to. Number two, things to watch. Track what the builders are doing. Are they driving all the sales due to builder financing, lower rates, and buyer and realtor incentives? What's being built in each area and price range around you? This is also part of your inventory tracking. I uh, have an article I'm sending to HousingWire soon about the fact that agents need to be more frosty on this fact about builders building because more than 30% of what's available what's for sale, and all of you guys are crying, no inventory, no inventory. Well, 30% of what's actually for sale is new construction. 
And we're also going to do a podcast about how to learn new construction because I, I think you would agree if you don't know about new construction, and there are certain markets like in Boise, it's almost 50% of their market, okay? If you don't know that and you're just saying there's nothing to sell to my buyers, you literally could do 30 to 50% less business because you just don't know what's out there to sell. I know in Premier Coaching, which all of you guys can join for free, just scroll down and click the link to join Premier Coaching or just go to premiercoaching.com. Yes, you can join for free. What are you waiting for? New year, time for you to get your button here. Go ahead and scroll down and click the link to join Premier Coaching or just go to premiercoaching.com. But you were mentioning, like I was reading in uh, comments on you know YouTube and just all the other places, so many of the podcast listeners who, have, who became coaching clients are mm-hmm. – uh, they moved away from uh, we got um, you had a call yesterday actually I, mm-hmm. I had a great potential elite coaching client for yeah. you from Canada mm-hmm. and this guy was talking about the fact that he had done all a bunch of video marketing done a bunch of branding done a bunch of all this passively generation stuff right. listens to two of our podcasts mm-hmm. and then realized essentially realizes the mistakes he's been making because he's been listening to frankly faulty advice. Um, and he is wondering why he hasn't more, had more closings. So fortunately for him, he has a nice sale price, but he only did seven transactions last year. And the year before that, he did more, and he wants to obviously increase this year. And so he is coming around to realizing that he has to be uh, with Tim and Julie Harrison, one of our coaches, if not with one of us personally as their personal coach. So the easy gateway for you to become a coaching client is to simply uh, join Premier Coaching, premiercoaching.com, or if you'd like to join or discuss with Julie or I about becoming an elite coaching client. Julie and I and four of our other coaches do, do the elite coaching calls. You can also learn more about that. The link is below. You are going to ask to be, uh, you have to complete a survey and pre-qualify to become an elite coaching client. Elite coaching is our highest tier of coaching. Um, but remember, Premier Coaching offers tremendous value and it does include a daily semi-private coaching call. So n- no matter where you are in the spectrum, where you want to be as far as the intensity of moving forward with your real estate career in 2024, if you want it, you know, Premier Coaching, frankly, it's, Julie and I are incredibly proud of it. It's something we've worked on it for decades. And it is without a doubt the best turnkey po- coaching program that's out there. And you can join for free for 30 days. And that, yes, that includes a daily semi-private coaching call. Or if you'd like to apply to be one of our elite coaching clients, the link is also down below. All right. So number three thing to watch in 2024 is to track price reductions where you personally sell real estate. It's not going to be the same all across the country. Which areas and price ranges seem to be struggling? What's the average percent uh, percentage of a price reduction? Is it big or is it small? Are you seeing fewer or more reductions? You know, there's a lot of headlines that people try and stir it up with this drama. There's price reductions. 30% of homes that recently sold had a price reduction. Okay, that's actually historically how it goes, first of all, that that's not an unusual thing about this market. I mean, the answer to that when you read crap like that is a big who cares. That's what Julie is trying to politely say. And they also sold. So if they had reduced so far that it was bad for the seller, the seller could have, you know, not sold the house. Um, But also the other thing that they, they don't usually tell you is that I think the average amount of a price reduction is it's like $5,900 or something. It's just a pittance if you throw in with that. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, pile on that point you just made. Uh, the, you were reading headlines about, frankly, from a lot of fake YouTube coaches who are talking about the fact that yeah. there's going to be some big purge of real estate agents, how the number of real estate agents, or I'm sorry, realtors is supposed to be dropped by half and all this stuff. You guys just got to just completely ignore those people because what they're doing is it's just clickbait. And I'll tell you why it is possible 
that if uh, the ramifications of the commission sharing lawsuits are that you no longer as a, a real estate licensee, you have to join your local board of realtors. And in many cases, like when Joel's and I sold real estate, you then also had to become a member of the National Association of Realtors. You know, uh, that would be, you know, something that might not be the way, might not be happening maybe halfway into next year. So if you can join your, if you can get your license or your current licensee and you no longer have to be a member of NAR and you can save that money every year, I'm going to venture a guess that a lot of people will elect not to be members of NAR. Yes, absolutely. Only your most professional, serious people will be wanting to be members of the National Association of Realtors, Mm -hmm. which means that technically if you're not a member of NAR, you can't really call yourself a realtor. You're a real estate agent or you're a real estate professional. That doesn't mean you're just not selling anymore. Right. So when you, when you hear people talk about the total number of uh, real realtors. estate agents, realtors, they're talking about the total number of people that are members of the National Association of Realtors and can call themselves realtors, right? That doesn't mean that's the total number of licensees in the country and not to mention all the other countries uh, that are listening to this podcast. So when you're uh, hearing these statistics that they're predicting that the total number of realtors is going to drop because of the commission sharing lawsuits, they're probably right. But that does not mean that there's going to be some sort of great huge purge of the number of licensees that are uh, in the real estate industry. And even more so is we expect, and we talked about this on our predictions podcast we did, what, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. that there's going to be an increase in the number of licensees, you know, setting aside whether that they join a National Association of Realtors or not. So there is not going to be any great purge of realtors, or I'm sorry, real estate agents in our opinion. If anything, there'll be an increase. And it's all because of the economy, inflation, people wanting to, you know, all sure. the fantasy about being a real estate pro, all the, you know, it's lights and glamour and all the rest of it. All these fantasies people have about re- being real estate agents, those fantasies, uh, a lot of the generations getting real estate uh, licenses now, they've grown up with HTV, GTV. In Bravo, yeah. In Bravo. I was going to say, do you really think that HGTV and Bravo are going to stop making shows featuring realtors? Exactly. I so think not. Real estate, when Julie and I got our licenses, was not a glamorous profession to get into. No. I mean, it was not. USA Today used to do a poll every year of the least to most, or the most to least respected profession. Most was like nurse or firefighter. Well, guess where real estate agent was? Uh, at the bottom. At yeah. the bottom or almost at the bottom, like by used car salesman. It's not that way anymore. So you're going to see, in our opinion, a huge number of people getting real estate licenses, not a decrease in licenses. So keep that in mind yeah. and start being, and again, Julie mentioned something and she did it really quick. Same people that are predicting there's some great purge of realtors happening. Um, Again, maybe so, but not real estate agents. They're also the same people who are predicting that there's going to be some sort of uh, housing crash. They are completely wrong. And you've got to be really careful if you listen to people giving you completely wrong information because that's going to have a very harmful effect on your mindset about the industry. We say this on the show all the time. If you believe that 2024 is going to be a hard year with lots of real estate agents, you're leaving the business with you know, real estate prices crashing, with all this doom and gloom, what are you going to do today to, frankly, build your business, to make yourself better, to make it so that you, know, you are going to have the best year ever in 2024? You're going to do nothing because why would you? You're believing that tomorrow is worse than today, so you're going to not take actions today that will, uh, you know, essentially that would have made tomorrow better than today. You guys following me on this? So you have to be incredibly careful what and who you listen to. Very well put. Thank you for that. And, you know, totally concur with that. So, all right. What else to watch in 2024? Point number four, track the average days on the market for the areas that you work. 
what seems to still sell in 10 days or less? Usually that's the uh, investor type stuff, first time buyer, but not always. So what seems to be still selling very quickly and which areas or price ranges seem to have a lot of expired listings after 90 or 120 days on the market? I remember when we were selling in Columbus, there was something weird about the 700s price range. It's like you never wanted to put anything in the sevens because it just like wasn't great enough to compete with the million dollar houses, but it still, it just was a weird thing, right? I don't know why that was. It was also like houses that were green were, would expire. I don't know. You have to know what happens in your own personal market. So track the average days on the market. All right. Number five. And at the end of this, I'm going to tell you how to do some tracking ideas here. Number five, track the list to sell price ratios. What is the difference between the final list price? If there were any reductions and the final sale price, is it still a hundred percent or 102% maybe for you or, you know, or more, or are homes starting to sell for less than the list price? How much less than the list price? Again, we go back to headlines. Prices are falling. Things aren't, you know, selling for over list anymore. Well, does that mean that it's 99.5% of list price? Probably. That's something to know when a buyer maybe proposes to you that they come in really low because they saw that headline. Did you read the report that came out that said 98% of all buyers and sellers used a real estate agent in yeah. 2023? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you just see when you like look at the facts why this is absolutely going to be an amazing year? 100%. The, the consumers want to use you guys. There's not Even with the commission sharing lawsuits, it'll all work out. Buyers, agents, don't worry. You're still going to get paid. It's all going to work out. Some of the rules and the forms and the processes are certainly going to change. But this can be not just a great year, but this can be at the start of a great long-term run. This is your personal bull run that could run the rest of your life. Why not make it so every single year is uh, essentially always improving. You know, one of our sayings, right? If you want ever-increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. And I should add, for long damn periods of time. (laughs) Repetitively, not just once. Yes. (laughs) All right, so point number six, apply all of your tracking data, the things that we were just talking about, to each subject property that you're dealing with, whether it's preparing an offer for one of your buyers or getting ready to price a listing. You can refer to our podcast series, Don't Go If You Don't Know, for an in-depth drill down on that with regards to going on listing appointments. But apply all of your research, you know, the list to sell price ratio, the average days in the market, uh, pricing trends, inventory trends, what are you up against, all of these things on a case-by-case basis because you may be going on an appointment this afternoon to write up a contract and offer for a buyer on a house that's maybe been sitting around for a while and doesn't have any other offers on it. Well, how you treat that is going to be different than your next appointment where it's been on the market for one day, has 30 showings set up, is in a first-time buyer and investor type market, and you know you're going to compete. So you have to look at this as a case-by-case scenario. You know, during the pandemic market and the low interest rate market, pretty much everything acted the same, right? As long as a house was on the market, it was going to get multiple offers by midnight. You could assume you were going to compete, waive everything, and it was all up to the seller to choose. That's not happening across the board anymore. That's happening with some houses, but not all houses. So you have to know more than you used to. All right, so apply all of your tracking data to each property that you're dealing with. Um, And your homework is going to be to set up your methods of tracking so you can stay frosty with the facts this year. You should be watching this stuff virtually daily. You can look at Altos Research. That's a very inexpensive subscription that emails you about your particular market. Uh, Your MLS hot sheet comes to you every single day. Housing Wire has a housing tracker for you to look at. There's an article every Saturday with great charts that illustrate exactly what they're talking about. Uh, Newhomesource.com for the new construction. 
And then you can set up your own Google alerts for new construction, housing market news in your area, et cetera. Back now, to you. Now, here's some uh, – Julie had a little mic failure. Don't fix it now. They'll hear it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so uh, here's homework. Number one, join Premier Coaching. Just do it urgently. There's no risk. You can cancel at any time. The first 30 days is free and includes a free uh, daily free coaching call. But when you join, here's what I want you to do. First things first is you're going to log in. You're going to see all the, you know, frankly, the amazing amount of content you get for free in the first month, probably too much for being probably. honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want you to download the real estate treasure map. It's at the top of the page. Download that and print it out. If you do not have your 2024 business plan done, this is what you need. The real estate treasure map is your business plan. You do have to fill it out and it is a lot of pages. It is going to you know, by design, force you to actually think through what you truly want in your business and personal life. If you don't have that done, uh, you will probably, you know, think about how you'll feel once it's done. Julie and I are working on ours right now. We've been, we take a lot of time to do it every single year. We follow our exact real estate treasure map. That's where it came from. Um, and we're going through all of our numbers. We're going through how much money we want to save and how much we're going to do this and the other thing, what our physical goals are, what our travel goals are, all the things we want you guys to do. And I have to tell you the sense of relief, and we're not even done yet, nope. right? We're like 75% through. I'd say the sense of progress at this point. Well, but the sense of relief <laughs> yeah. of feeling the, it's, it's almost like a, you know, it's, it's, it's a psychological burden not having it done. That's how I feel. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. And mm-hmm. it's like having a big stack of bills that haven't been paid or a mm-hmm. bunch of leads you haven't followed up on yet mm-hmm. or something like that. Sure. So yes, guys, there it is. Get your real estate treasure map done and you too will feel a massive sense of relief when it's done. It's easy for you to join Premier Coaching. Just scroll down below, click the link, or just simply go to premiercoaching.com, premiercoaching.com and join for 30 days for free. Absolutely no risk for you. And you will feel a massive sense of relief and direction when you do that. That is your homework from today's show. In the meantime, guys, thank you for keeping this the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. This will be your best year ever. Stay engaged, stay close, stay focused. Have a fantastic day. Hello. Thank you for having watched this video. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's right. And don't forget to hit that like button, leave your comments and questions below, and we will get right back with you. Thank you for watching this video. Remember to watch the next one. You're going to love that one. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.